Welcome back to another edition of the Millennium Live podcast. We are happy to continue our solution series and uh, excited to be talking to another great company today. Uh, today, we're talking with a company called Sciolo, who provides employees and third parties really the fastest and most secure zero trust access to everything, everywhere. Their expertise is really to mitigate organizations' high-risk nightmares. And to really talk through this process, we have Almug. He is the CEO and co-founder. So Almug, welcome to Millennium Live. It's it's good to have you here, man. Great to be here. Great to be here. So let's dive in uh, to the podcast a little bit. I, I want to talk just a little briefly about you because I know you have some uh CISO experience uh, prior to being the CEO and co-founder of Sciolo, you know, you were, you held the CISO position at a large organization. You were also the head of the cyber security unit in the Israeli Navy, which I think is really cool. So could you perhaps talk a little bit about your experience, your background, as a, especially as a CISO and how that impacted your decision to create Sciolo? For sure, for sure. So um, as you said, I was I was a CISO uh, in a global corporate in the hardware industry for six years prior to founding the company. And uh, um, in the 15 years prior to that, I was in the Israeli Navy. And in my two last roles, I was the officer in charge of uh, security, both for IT and combat systems. And uh, in my last role, I was in charge of the Israeli security unit. Um, so, uh, I think that one of the things that, uh, we're saying quite a lot about, uh, quite a lot here is that our really secret sauce is the fact that our solution was raised from the field, from real problems. Um, because we really think that secure access is a big problem. Um, especially nowadays. Um, I think that a lot of organizations, um, to, to deal with connecting multiple users from multiple locations. To applications and resources that nowadays already is already left the network, right? They are located in data centers, co-location services, um, the organizational VPC, Azure site, GCP, but also in production floors. And um, the way that we are looking at it, um, this big thing called digital transformation, in order to get there, there is a fundamental building block that you need to have, you need to gain visibility and you also need to be able to set a policy of who can access where and what this user can do um, while it's connected. Um, and, and this is what we are providing here in, uh, here in Ciolo. Um, and the place that we are really shining in is the place that we connect or, or mitigate high-risk access, which means um, we are helping organizations to connect users that they don't feel comfortable about connecting them because there, in, in some cases there is a disconnect between the credentials and the identity behind it. It's one of the fundamentals behind uh, um, zero trust. You need to know what's the identity behind um, you know, user access or access attempt. Um, so we are pretty much concentrating in in uh, uh, mitigating high-risk access scenarios um, to a lot of organizations. And in a lot of cases, it can be third-party access, OT access, um, to enable 
organizations to do M&As in a fast and secure manner. So we start from high-risk access and then we go uh, up um, to wide implementation where, where we are enabling our customers to create their own distributed cloud based on their existing environment. Fantastic. I think that's awesome. And thanks for providing a brief overview about Sciolo. So I think you kind of touched upon this a little bit briefly in that answer, but you know, what is in your point of view, the biggest challenge that you face during your time as a CISO? And do you think that whatever that problem, those problems are, do you think that the today's CISOs continue to face that same challenge or maybe perhaps new challenges have arose? Yeah. So, so CISOs are dealing with a lot of challenges and I think that in general, and this is a good thing, like, CISOs are not going to be replaced by computers. And the reason for it is, is that they need to solve a big problem. They need to find this optimum point between enabling the business and securing the business. And it's not easy. So uh, we can talk about a lot of challenges, but I think the two challenges worth speaking about is first, the human factor, people, like it's kind of funny, um, because computer systems were designed to serve people, but people are the biggest risk um, to computer systems. <laughs> so to deal with, you know, the human factor and the other aspect that I think um, can be very challenging to a lot of security leaders is change management. I think the change management is one of the biggest enemies of security. And this is also one of the reasons that... Um, we founded this company. I was a customer of solutions like Ciolo for more than 15 years. And one of the things that I was a little bit annoyed by is when I met vendors, especially startups that told me, hey, um, the world out there has changed and we are supporting the new world's problems. So just change your existing environment to work with us because we are the future. So. We, we really believe that in order to do a big transition, you need to take organizations and customers from their existing state to the wanted state. You need to hold their hands and you need to show them value throughout the way. Um, and it is a big transition because what we're actually doing is we are changing the way that people connect to their work from something that is based on IP addresses, private networking approach to something that is based on identities. And it is a big transition. So. Um, solutions that are adaptive and can, you know, uh, um, work with the existing environment, with any network topology, any identity infrastructure, any type of user coming from within the network or from the outside, and the ability to connect these users to digital assets that can be located anywhere, because this is the situation nowadays. I think that uh, it is a big challenge um, that we are aiming to solve, because again, the bottom line is that the human factor will always be the biggest risk. So we are making sure that when you connect people to computer systems, you you, you have the right brakes in order to allow the, allow the business to drive fast because this is uh, how, how I, I think that is, uh, you know, the main role of the CISO to, to provide this very good brakes to enable the business to drive fast. Hmm. I like I like the way you say that. So Sciolo's redefining zero trust connectivity and most organizations want to adopt a zero trust framework, but, you know, they feel like, you know, they're unable to get started or 
you know, most organizations are just working to make that meaningful progress. So what advice would you offer them to start? Yeah. So um, it's it's a really good question. And this is something that we see quite a lot. We we found the company a bit less than three years ago. And uh, um, I think that it's a big challenge thinking about this this transition. So our recommendation and the thing that we, we see that is working to our customers is to start by providing the biggest value to the business. Again, under this idea that I talked about, just to be this very good breaks to enable the business to buy fast. So um, I think that the starting point of, or a, a good starting point should be the places that you're mitigating the biggest risks first. You're solving the biggest problems first. And this is the reason that we are concentrating on high-risk access, on places that you must connect users with relatively low level of trust to systems that are holding that are sensitive um, and holding sensitive information, running critical jobs. And when these two are part of the business process, because at the end of the day, when you connect people to computer systems, um, you basically uh, implement part of the business processes uh, of the company. So if it's a user, is a user, if it's a user that you relatively don't trust because there's no MFA, he's connected to my managed device, is one of your third parties that needs to serve uh, in some cases also your competitors and or things around that, and you need to connect this user to system that is holding sensitive information, running critical jobs. Um, so this is the right place to start because um, it puts us in a place that we can bring the biggest value from the beginning and to continue from this point. Yeah. So how do you address uh, security for those high risk users, you know, such as uh, such as vendors and and partners and other third parties that you've uh, you've referenced just now? Yeah. So so if we try to think about it and ask in in in, in scenarios of high risk access, um, there, are, there are certain things that you want to have. You want to have the ability to connect users without sharing passwords. You're providing this capability. You, in some cases, and I know that this point can be a big frustration to a lot of um, security leaders because I, I was dealing with it. In some cases, you need to connect users and you need to put one of your employees just in front of a team viewer or Zoom or team screen just to see that this user is not doing something risky. So we are providing uh, capabilities like session recording, something that we call supervised access, that you can connect users just in time while, while you have someone approving the access in real time and can have real-time supervision over the user's actions. Um, and this user can insert credentials or even to disconnect uh, a risky user if this user is doing something wrong. Um, but also the ability to connect users never to your network, very pinpointed access to a specific application while you can block risky actions um, because you want to enable um, this user to connect while you're minim minimizing the risk. So we have our ability uh, within the product to deal with generic accounts, um, to connect multiple user accounts into one identity with identity federation while all the passwords are being kept in a vault and the, the access is very narrow, always application access, never network access, uh, while you have all the controls in place with a full audit trail 
and the ability to record a session and, and more and more goodies that you're providing as part of the service. So the, 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 the intention behind it is to let organizations the ability to cope with these high-risk access um, scenarios that they don't feel comfortable about, but they need to allow the access. So uh, this is how we're solving it um, um, to our customers. And yeah, I'm curious, what is, you know, what the challenges, you know, what types of challenges do legacy applications or, you know, related infrastructure that like pose during this digital transformation process? Yeah, it's it's a good question. So I, I can give two examples. Um, one of the examples is one of one of our customers in the industrial space, uh, one of the biggest uh, um, packaged goods companies in the world, and their high risk access is to connect third parties coming from unmanaged devices to to support their uh, um, uh, manufacturing floors, all the all the computers and machinery in their manufacturing floors. So it's pretty pretty obvious that uh, um, um, in this case the 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 potential damage to the business can be enormous, right? Because this this company is doing manufacturing, right? So it's part of their main business process. Another example can be um, one of our customers that is insurance company. So this company. Um, that I'm, I'm talking about was founded in 2015 and acquired 77 organizations because this is the way that they're growing. And for them to connect M&A, like users from uh, organization that they just acquired is a big risk. So we are supporting them um, to enable the business with, with providing this access while they have all the controls in place and they can implement this very good breaks. So let's let's talk about you know this operational technology cybersecurity. You know, mm -hmm. what is the what is the biggest change that's happening in this OT market? And and on top of the last question, you know, what are your recommendations for ensuring the security of these legacy and, and custom applications? Um, and in what ways does Sciolo really assist in doing that? Yeah, great question. Um, so what what happened in the in 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 the OT space? I, I think that uh, the companion event was definitely COVID. Um, the way that uh, um, these organizations were addressing, you know, support and maintenance needs in a lot of cases were were uh, uh, on site. You had to send a technician on site because everything was disconnected from the internet. Then COVID came and a lot of security leaders understood that they need to keep the business running because there was no other option back then. So organizations had to open up and now when they are breached or their peers or competitors are breached, they understand that they need to secure it. Um, so um, there is a big progress to be made in a very short period of time because of the potential of the damage in, in, in these areas. So um, COVID definitely changed a lot of industries um, in their openness, but it comes with a risk um, that we are taking care of. Specifically, and this is something that is also connected um, 
to the problems that we see in the industrial space is that in a lot of cases, um, the ancestors are pretty much legacy or homegrown. And even if you're using tools like Okta or Azure AD, or, you cannot enforce MFA, which all of us know that it is a very effective control to all of your users and all of your applications. You always, you're always struggling with the last mile. Um, one of the examples that I can share from my previous role was around Oracle's e-business suite. Just to provide multi-factor authentication and single sign-on, so this thing can be a project that can take almost a year um, and can be really high risk as a project because um, you cannot allow your ERP not to be accessible. So instead of changing all the systems to support um, MFA, for example, we are kind of retrofitting the existing, the existing systems without doing any changes, without change management at all. Because again, as I told you at the beginning, the adaptiveness of the solution, the ability to solve problems while you can, you know, address the existing environment is very much important because we really believe that change management is a huge pain and something that is slowing down um, security professionals. I agree to that. And I really appreciate the Sayola mission you know, to, to create that unified platform, which really is enabling users to access all of the organization's applications, servers, desks, desktops, and, and files all very securely and easily. So, you know, you started in December 2019, I believe. You know, Amog, if you had to start from scratch and start now and implement the zero trust, you know, what if... If anything, would you do differently if you were starting Sayolo today? So first of all, we founded the company at March 20, like a bit before the world flipped upside down. We were just uh, uh, a little bit less than three, three years. And I, I think that when, when we looked at this problem back then, we knew that we need to find something that will allow organizations to implement zero trust the way it should be. Um, because again, my personal experience was I, I looked for solutions for zero trust access. I met a lot of vendors um, back then. And I had one question that I asked all the vendors that I met. And it went like this. Can you guys let yourselves in my network into my assets without me or any of my team members isn't familiar with it. Um, so I heard from a lot of them that they have SOC 2 and ISO 27K and they don't tend to do such things. So I had to refine my question. I didn't ask if you want to do it. I just want to understand if you guys can do it because you guys are holding my access policies and my encryption keys. So you most probably can do it. And then incidents like SolarWinds, FireEye, and even recently Okta happened. And everyone understood that zero trust means control your own destiny. The thing that I was concerned about back then was mainly because of the fact that as a security practitioner, we think about every risk 
in a way that we need to understand what is the magnitude if this risk is going to materialize and what's the probability. So vendors that are holding the, the, the door to all of their customers are transforming themselves to very appealing target for attackers. And it is a problem because as attackers are opportunistic, um, they look and, and, and it's a great opportunity for them because they can hack once and get them all. So we understood that we need to build the technology differently. We wanted to make sure that we are providing our customers cloud flexibility and the ability to, um, to scale fast, but it was really, really important for us um, to provide zero trust as it should be without sharing secrets, without holding the keys to all of our customers' um, doors, basically. So we, we wanted to find this balance point between, again, to enable and to secure. Um, and if you ask me, what is my biggest lesson? Um, so my biggest lesson is that I'm not the customer anymore. I was the customer. Um, back then, um, but I'm not, I'm not. And uh, um, different organizations are looking at their environment differently. So I learned a lot in our uh, first year um, that uh, there are a lot of different approaches and different constraints. So this is my biggest lesson for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have that unique perspective too, uh, being a CISO. So, you know, I, I first of all, I want to thank you for sharing all this great information about how you over at Sciolo are delivering that seamless zero trust experience. But um, you know, we we like to uh, end the the show on a on a question about the future, and and I sort of just want your insights, Almag, about you know, as a former CISO, as being that customer, putting yourself in that customer's shoes. You know, what do you think is the number one priority this going forward this year? Um, you know, that that CISOs really need to focus on and think about uh you know in, in 2023 and beyond. Yeah, it's a good question. So I'll go back to to something that I already said. I think that uh, people are the biggest risk. And this is the situation. This is the situation now. That was the situation in the past, and this is going to be the situation always. So to concentrate on people and to concentrate on how you're letting people in will always be a focus point. And you need to concentrate on the things that are important to your business. So every CISO should know what should be this really good break for his specific business. It depends on the business. And I think that this is the difference between security leaders in, in general. It's not about our best practices. It's about to serve the business and to serve the business objectives. And in order to serve the business objectives, you need to be in a place that you're preventing their biggest nightmares. And it's pretty, pretty personal and individual to each and every business. Well, Amig, thank you so much for these insights and for really talking through zero trust with me today. You know, we're in February 2023 and who knows what the future holds. 
uh, especially when it comes to cybersecurity and, you know, for allowing me to understand and as well as our members, how to safely connect people to work, you know, everyone, everything and everywhere. So I want to thank you for your time, Almog. Our transformational CISO assembly coming up is at the Omni Royale in New Orleans. So uh, to our members who are listening, who are interested in Zero Trust and perhaps would further the conversation with Sciolo, that's where that's happening. Amag, thank you again uh, for your, uh, thank you. again, for your insights and uh, joining Millennium Live today. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much.